Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On this episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad, Valentine's Day has passed, but it did get us thinking about love languages. So love languages are all about how you give and receive love for and from others. But how do these relate into your travel style? So quality time, words of affirmation, gift giving, acts of service, and physical touch. We chat through these five different love languages and how you can integrate these into travel to get the most out of your trips, either with a partner, friends, or even traveling solo. Hello from a very sunny, beautiful day in London, England. Well, How are you? <laughs> welcome from a 43-degree scorching heat from Mildura, Victoria. Ugh, gross. It's also not sunny or warm in London. I was being very sarcastic. I did wonder in the dead of winter, but I was going to let that one slide. It's horrible. The weather has just been, it has been dragging and... Everyone's depressed. I started looking at flights this morning of where I can just escape to for a few days for sun, much like I did when I went to Athens a couple weeks ago, because it's horrible. Any frontrunners of where you might go? I mean, anywhere in Spain. Yeah, Italy, maybe. I mean, it's still not like hot, hot in these parts of Europe, but some of them actually like Tenerife, Lanzarote, the Canary Islands, always hot. Tough life tough life so yeah 43 though not for me no it's scorching here it is so hot and i've experienced some heat in my life i think i've gotten almost up to 50 while we were in egypt you weren't there yet it was the first few days in cairo it was so hot we sat in the shade of a mummy just contemplating do we have a heat stroke in the shade or do we have a heat stroke trying to get to water Yeah. Yeah. Tough decisions. Mm. Yeah. I guess I'll take my six degrees. (laughs) But otherwise, how are you? What's happening? Um, I'm good. So I went on that retreat that I talked about in our previous episode to Byron Bay. Yes. I learned a lot. Are our socials going to get better? That's yet to be determined. Um, The content (laughs) was a little bit different than what I was anticipating. So it wasn't quite Mm -hmm. like, here's how you do better socials. It wasn't that. 
Um, okay. Yeah, it was all about creating better video content, which I hate doing. But <laughs> the irony is, we're I an know. audio podcast. <laughs> but I did learn a lot. Um, That's good. So that was great. I booked tons of flights, mostly for work, but I've got one big trip in the works, completely That's unplanned. Exciting. The way it came about, I'll tell you more later. But yeah, I've got one thing's in the works, and once it's, I'm a big believer, and it's not happening until the flight is booked. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. I hate being that person who talks about things they never do. I think I used to be that person for a long time. So I learned, uh, yeah, I learned. Not to say anything until it's actually happening. Exactly. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I'm the same. Once the flight is booked, then you know it's happening and then you can plan everything else around it. Exactly. So what's new? What's exciting with you? (sighs) less so I mean I've still been speaking of retreats I am still researching for a good wellness retreat to go to to take off one of my new year's travel resolutions and it's just not happening I'm really not finding anything over here okay but here's my thoughts on remotely interesting it's (laughs) also only February a so don't give up and b there's probably not a lot in the winter like, you probably need to wait until it's heading into the summer when you really start seeing the good well, ones pop up. But no, but there's lots that I'm finding that they do retreats later on in the year. Yeah. But it's just all the same. It, like, the retreats, again, they're all yoga retreats. There there was one for, like, for like menopausal women, which I'm like, okay, no, I'm too young for that still. <laughs> there was one that was like crystal healing. Like it's all just a bit you too much You don't want to go on a crystal like, healing retreat? No, I'm good. I don't want to, you know, go and shove a bunch of like crystals up my... Shove them where? People do that. That is a thing. No, it's not. Yes, they do. Look it up. Maybe you need to go to a crystal retreat to learn about these things. But yes, people do <laughs> shove them like inside of them which I'm not about that life either. Anyways, I digress. Yeah, all these all these retreats that are coming up, they're just not they're not the ones. Right. So, I don't know. I believe in you though. It's only February. I believe in you. I it's going to happen. Although I'm not going to be upset if this is the one that I don't tick off my list. But we'll see. I'm not giving up. Okay. But so far, right. you know, I feel like I'd rather spend my time and maybe my energy and my money booking flights and trips to stuff that I'm really going to get excited for. So maybe you need to go on. And I found a lot of these They're They call themselves a retreat run. Really? It's just like a really nice hotel that gives you different spa treatments every day. And they're like, come for a restorative retreat. I've seen that mm-hmm. as well. But okay. I think I've done that. But that's just a spa getaway, which is not the same. And I feel like they're packaging it like it is a retreat. And, and then you not. get there and it's not. Because you kind of want workshops. You want to self-reflect. Yeah. You want to do inner yeah. work. Yeah, I get it. They're, and they're all just a bit, a lot of detox ones where basically you don't eat. I don't personally feel like those are very healthy retreats where you're just drinking juice for like five days. That doesn't seem fun to me. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I'm going to keep looking. But yeah, that is about it. And then just trying to yeah, survive winter over here and looking at some trips myself. Got a few things that I'm looking to plan, but yeah, same, nothing definite yet. So we'll save them for another time. So it is the end of February. Yes. We just had Valentine's Day. 
a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Steph and I being single gals. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Yeah. I mean, I didn't celebrate. Did you celebrate stuff? Did you do anything? I was on the retreat. So we did actually a really cute oh. Galentine's Day. So it was me. Cute. I will say there was 12 other girls and there was one guy on the retreat and he went out nice. that day and he came back and brought us all flowers for our hair. It was really cute. Oh, that's cute. He, you could so tell you did he like was a- someone who was raised right. Like it was so sweet. Yeah, that's cute. So you did a little something. It got me thinking about love in general, as Valentine's Day always does. And Steph and I then started talking about love languages. And then we were like, well, how does that tie into travel? And does it? And so we thought we would talk a little bit today about travel love languages, how your love language might relate to how you travel, Mm. how you either travel with others, whether it's a couple, whether it's traveling with friends, or sometimes traveling solo. Um, so we thought this could be a good little discussion to see maybe they differ. Maybe my love language in my actual day-to-day life is different from my travel life. So this is what we're going to discuss today. Now, I think we need to define love languages first. And yeah, maybe talk about exactly what they are. Because some people, I guess, maybe don't, maybe they're aware of this. Yeah, they're definitely one of those things where I think once you know them, you assume everyone knows them. But There's a lot Mm -hmm. of people who at some point are learning about them for the first time. So yeah, maybe we should first start with describing like what is a love language and what does it mean? Yes. And and why do we need to understand them? Because really essentially, and the whole theory behind love languages is that there's five, there's five love languages and Mm -hmm. they're used to describe both the way you express love as well as the way you receive love. But basically it's like there are different ways where you can receive love, different ways you give it, and trying to understand the people you're interacting with and how do they receive love. Because sometimes that's not always the same way you give love. So there's tons of situations where you run into where it's like you're not seeing the love because it's not how you would show it. And that's the important part here where, especially in, in the sense of couples, and I wish I knew about love languages, you know, years ago when I was in more serious relationships, but they... I think people always assume like everyone's love language maybe is the same, but it's not. And I think that's the important thing. It's understanding either your, you know, say it is your partner or your friend, yeah. um, what their love language is, and then you're able to act on their love language and vice versa. But again, it can tie into, you know, a solo person as well. Like what you, I guess, really value when it comes to, I guess, your own personal love language showing yourself love yeah exactly self-love it's all about self-love these days yeah so like Steph said there's five of them so I feel like we should define them maybe talk through each of them yes and then we can kind of go into maybe what ours are and then maybe you know for the listeners some of these will speak to you and maybe you don't know what your love language is and maybe by the end of this episode you'll figure it out so perfect so Yes, let's go through. So one of the big ones, and it sounds so simple, and I feel like anyone hearing this the first time will be like, that's my language right away. But then once you start getting into the other ones, you're like, oh. So the first one is quality time, which sounds so Mm -hmm. simple. Like who doesn't like quality time with their partner? Um, Right. But quality time is really when, when your partner or your friends or whoever actively wants to spend time with you and the actively part is what's important so like the active listening the eye contact where you're fully present with 
the other person. So I know we're all guilty. God knows me, especially of being on my phone, <laughs> doing five things at once. Quality time. I actually wouldn't say it's one of mine, but um, mm. even though I want to spend time with my friends, like the uh, there's other bigger ones. So quality time is without distraction. So without TV, it's not really sitting on the couch yeah. watching TV. It's without screens, without outside interference. It's the two of you doing something really meaningful, having a conversation or doing an activity. It's quality. This one is really quality over quantity. Like it's not spending lots of time together. And I feel like this one can really speak to more introverted people. I think this is where if you talk in relationship sense, where you get two introverts (laughs) that are dating and that can sometimes be really confusing and difficult because sometimes people do like to spend more time on their own Mm -hmm. but yeah like you said what the focus should be is the time that you are spending together and maybe it is only a small amount of time it's quality time and you're doing something where you can really appreciate each other and again we're saying this in you know couple sense friend sense yeah um you know it doesn't have to be you're partnered up but for travel how do we see this as it ties into travel and then the travel love language of quality time can i tell you what the first thing that came to my mind was <laughs> yeah. and i don't know if What's this that? is going to be the same thing you're thinking but the first time i came across it i was like oh it was when i was traveling with a partner of mine and I was trying to book flight tickets and getting tickets that sat together. And they were like, who cares? Mm. We don't need to sit together. And this is where yep. maybe I was like, quality time is a little bit of mine. Because I was like, on the plane, when you don't have internet, that's when you actually, you can have more meaningful conversations. You can be more present. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we just, we don't need to sit together on the plane. We're going to be together the whole time. And I mm. was like, oh, okay. And it actually kind of hurt a little bit. I feel like quality time maybe is more than of yours than you think it I is. I mean, maybe they are. I think, and you're no one's just one. Like, you're always a mix of a few. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I think, you know, even when I think quality time, when you're traveling with people, could also mean shorter trips. I think, you know, mm. traveling with partners for me anyways, I, and some people love traveling with their partners. Some people love traveling with their friends. And then there's people like me. Now, I like traveling with with friends. Traveling with partners I find difficult. Um, I feel like any trip that I've done with a significant other, we just get on each other's nerves. But I look back at a lot of those trips and we traveled for like, you know, more than a couple weeks. Yeah. And maybe, maybe when you are traveling with, you know, a partner or friends and you find that the longer is not always better, maybe a nice short weekend away is the perfect amount of quality time with someone that you can take. And it's going to be really meaningful for both of you versus stretching out a long trip over like two, three weeks. And it's again, more about the the quantity of time versus the quality. Absolutely. I have very few friends that I can count on one hand who I would do long-term travel with. And lots of friends who I'm like, let's have a two to three day catch up. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And you know what else I think about little, and this is more so couples, but you know what I pictured Mm. when I thought of couples in quality time? Couples Mm. who go on all inclusives together because you're, you know, you're not in front of a TV. Hopefully you're not on your tech all the time. (laughs) You're like, yeah. and granted there's other people around, so it doesn't fit the definition perfectly, but like you're laying on the beach together. You're laying by the pool together. You're 
grabbing drinks at the pool bar and like having cute conversations in the pool. Um, yeah. I think that came to mind as well. And even speaking of retreats, if you are a couple and say your partner is about quality time and maybe you are as well, couples retreats. Like there's lots of really great couples retreats that people do to come back and, you know, have a stronger bond. And again, same thing where you sort of leave your phone, leave the tech behind and just really spend that quality time together. And while you do it, you could be exploring a new part of the world that you've never seen before. So now I feel like, you know, we've talked a lot about traveling with with others, with people. And I also want to just mention with the idea of understanding somebody else's love language and what as it pertains to travel, this can also help avoid a lot of conflict when you are traveling. We did a whole episode <laughs> on conflict on the road. Yes. I think that was a couple of years ago. So if you haven't listened to that, take a listen to that episode. But, you know, listening to and understanding these love languages and how they relate to travel, I think could help avoid some of this conflict that you might have on the road with friends or with a partner. But yeah, so, you know, we talked about couples and traveling with with friends when it comes to quality time. But what if you are solo traveling? What can quality time really mean? And what really speaks to me and like jumps out at me is, again, that quality over quantity and really embracing slow travel. So instead of filling up, you know, say you've got a week and you want to see as much as possible in one week, which I feel like, you know, Steph, you and I have talked about how we did we did this a lot when we were younger. Yeah. Instead, maybe it means focusing on one place for a longer period of time. So really like taking in the local culture, not jumping and moving around so much, just maybe visiting one or two places in that week. So you can really, you get your quality time and really embrace the place that you are in. That's what kind of jumps out to me. And again, you know, maybe you don't need, maybe quality time means not going on these really long trips. You know, maybe it is just a weekend away for a few days to really just like recharge yourself and spending that quality time, even just with yourself. I think that's, you know, important sometimes. And maybe that's where solo travel does tie in. If quality time with yourself is important, taking a solo trip, even if you are in a partnership. Do you know what I had a girlfriend say to me recently that was probably such a flippant comment for her and was so profound for me because she's fresh out of a breakup, really struggling with that. And I remember I was talking about going somewhere. I was booking it solo. And she was like, you enjoy time with yourself, don't you? And I was like, yeah. Like when I'm on my own, whether I'm home, whether I'm going out for dinner, I love going out to eat by myself. Like I really mm-hmm. enjoy it. I'm really like, I have really positive thoughts while I'm doing it. And she was like, that must be so lovely. And I think getting to that point too, of quality time with yourself, like, liking who you are when you're alone comes from those experiences of solo travel, but of, you know, going out to eat by yourself, going to the movies by yourself, that quality time with yourself, you really start to love yourself more. Mm, Definitely. Yeah. Even more of a reason to do your first solo trip. If you haven't yet, we're here to tell you to do it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we've done quality time. I feel like we've Yes. Come up with a, a lot of really good points there. What's the next so one? So the next one is actually acts of service. And in terms of the mm. traditional love language definition of that, 
that is basically when you or someone you know for you goes out of your way, their way to do something to make your or their life easier. So like for me, an example that comes to mind, something my ex used to do that I loved, deeply loved. He would bring me coffee every morning in bed. Mm, and the little things right right and it's it's a little thing but it started the day so lovely every day Mm. um it's like people who make you soup when you're sick and bring it over or like when i got my pr in australia a girlfriend brought over a bottle of champagne to celebrate like those little which i guess is kind of gift giving also that's a gift i was just gonna (laughs) say (laughs) crossover we'll get into gifts in a little bit (laughs) but but they're acts of service they're the thought that goes into it the act of bringing it over um it's kind of the whole theory that actions speak louder than words um yeah people like to feel cared for and that's really at the core of what it is okay so traveling say we'll start traveling with others what does acts of service then mean what do we how do we see that tie into travel for me a hundred percent from the get-go some someone being like i'm booking us a flight I'm booking a weekend getaway. I'm like that thought of a anyone who knows me knows I love to travel, knows I love road trips, short or long. I don't care. Yeah. Um, So for for me, someone saying like like a really cute one that happened just a couple years ago was like there's an Outback Steakhouse, which I love in New South Wales. (laughs) And out of nowhere, my partner at the time was like, we should go on a road trip so you can go to the Outback in New South Wales. And I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) like you could not have said anything better. Like, yeah, because I'm always the planner. I'm always the ideas person, which I love. I love that role. But Mm -hmm. when someone else actually does it, I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that's nice. So maybe then the act of service. Yeah, you're the the trip planner. And it sounds like you personally, acts of service could be one of your top love languages, maybe for travel. I 100% think it is because I'm that person who will pretty much get on a plane for anyone. Right. Am I a gift giver? No, I'm shit at it. But will I book a $1,500 flight to come see you? Absolutely. Is that an act of service, though? I think you so, yeah. You flying to see someone? Okay. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I think so. It's going out of their way to make their life easier, and everyone's life is easier when they have me in it. Wow, right? okay. <laughs> Definitely. I am a gift in itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff is the act of service and the gift. <laughs> And maybe that ties into the, you know, when you're actually like visiting somewhere, you've done all the planning for, you know, your partner or your friends. So you've got the itinerary all built out. You've done all the work. And I guess I'm probably one of those people. I don't love planning to a T. So I do love when I am traveling with someone and they've done that. I think it's great. We wake up in the morning and they're like, right, here's you know, here's the plan for the day. So maybe I like acts of service. And you know, what's a really cute one. And this, uh, this is, well, I guess anyone could do this for anyone. Now, this is going to be confusing as well, because you're going to be like, is that an act of service or a gift? But I think it's an okay. act of service. Thoughtful things like, and this talking about how it comes back to making people's life easier. So recently, my sister and my mother went for a getaway. They went to a spa weekend out in Quebec. And I sneakily ahead of time found out what spa they were going to be at. I knew they booked the standard two queen bedroom Mm -hmm. and I called the hotel and paid for them to be upgraded to the suite. So when they checked, they didn't even know I knew, like they probably would have known they mentioned where they were going in passing, but they went, they got there, they checked in 
and they were like, oh, just so you know, Stephanie has upgraded your room to the da-da-da suite. And they were both like, what? They got this ball in experience. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Versus like the standard hotel room. Mm. which I think is an act of service. Yeah, there's definitely a blurry line there between a gift and act of I'm service. I'm really bad at give. I do not give physical things. I'm garbage yeah. at that. But you, you give me an opportunity for something like that, and I'm on that. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe the act of service then is doing the cheeky little upgrade where your friend or your partner doesn't yes. know, and you show up to the airport and say, surprise, we're flying business. Oh, those are good examples. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What about acts of service for yourself? Or are we going to advocate for just treating yourself for everything? Treat yourself. Well, again, I feel like treat yourself as more gifts. But I'm thinking if you're someone that, you know, likes to perform acts of service, something that I thought of as it relates to travel, and you can you can do this with a partner or friends, or you could do it solo, is volunteering. And I know a lot of people that have traveled. Yes. And they've done volunteer work in different parts of the world. So, you know, I have a friend of mine has done, you know, a few different trips to India where he's volunteered at some of the schools there. Um, there's a lot of like animal sanctuaries all around the world that you can go. I mean, we stayed at the one in, um, in Australia, the yeah. animal sanctuary there where we went and we got to help, you know, look after the, the kangaroos. So there's there's like volunteer trips that you can do where, you know, you get to, again, travel, see a different part of the world, but also give time back to maybe causes that you really care about. And that's something that maybe I haven't explored a lot of before that I might look into doing because I do love doing volunteer work myself. And that's probably something we should do an entire episode on, to be honest, because volunteerism mm. is a big thing and there's really good ones out there. And then there's a couple things people need to be careful of. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can talk about that in another episode. Um, yeah. Because I think, yeah, you can do a lot of good in the world and go explore a new place while 
doing good things as well. Yeah. I guess, you know, but traveling solo, acts of service to yourself. Here we go. And this one, I'm probably going to get a little maybe deep and too complex for what we're talking about here. But in terms of, say you're just on a trip and an Mm -hmm. act of service to yourself and people struggle with this is when you're traveling, you really do start to think, oh, I'm here. I'm supposed to do X, Y, Z. And we've talked about this before. But I think there's a lot to be said in showing yourself grace of saying, what do I want to do that will bring me joy? Do you want to sleep in till 10 o'clock every day? Because that's okay. Yeah. Or do you want to force yourself up at 6 a.m. because you feel like someone else, that's what someone else would do. You should. Yeah. So I would say an act of service towards yourself is giving yourself the grace to travel the way you want to travel and not doing anything that people have told you you're supposed to do or should do or you know because you read all these articles about you know the world's most successful people are up at 5 a.m every day Mm -hmm. I for the longest time if I slept till seven or eight used to feel so guilty because I'm like I should have got up at five or six and I had this like coming too where I'm like why like, yeah. I don't have anything I have to be up for that early. Like, why do I wake up already feeling like I'm behind in the day? Mm-hmm. And that carries through to travel. Just do what you want to do. Like, if you're, I've, I've said it before, but in Portugal, I was burnt out from traveling. I slept in every bloody day. And that was taking care of myself and making my traveling easier at that moment. Yeah, I think that act of service to yourself is really listening to yourself while you are on the road and what you want to do what you don't want to do you know I think we do push ourselves when we travel because we probably do feel like we spent the money we don't have a lot of time and you want to do as much as possible but I think you know are you really going to enjoy it if you're not feeling it right so Mm -hmm. that could almost tie into you know that act of service of really um, listening to yourself can tie into the quality time element, right? Spending more Definitely. time in one place, slowing down your travel. I like that one. Service yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Service yourself. <laughs> um, that could also mean other things too. <laughs> heading into the next one isn't going to be a surprise because I've mentioned it a few times now, but gift giving. Mm. There are, and this isn't just like spending money on people. This yeah. is the the thought and the effort that went into the gift giving. So mm-hmm. someone ha- someone knows you at your core, what you would love, what you would enjoy. They've reflected on it. They've thought, you know, would they enjoy this? So it's both a physical gift, but it also it's also extremely meaningful. Um, mm-hmm. And the key to this one is that it's a gift that the person receiving it finds meaningful, not necessarily you. So for example, I had a girlfriend once was like, oh, I, I got this dress for you, da, da, da. And I was like, oh, that's really thoughtful. And then I realized she bought it for herself and it didn't fit her. <laughs> and oh, I was God. like, yeah. And I was like, it does. It completely took away the meaning of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that, it's hard because you don't ever want to be like, Mer. but gifts, what's important really is the meaning behind it. Yeah. Um, and some people are amazing at this. Like they yeah. know you, they know what you'd like. Like one of my best girlfriends here in Melbourne, she is a gift giver to the core and she's so good at it. And I constantly live in a state of guilt because I'm terrible. So I can't reciprocate. Well, you um, do acts of service instead. <laughs> and that's it. Yes. Yes, definitely. You know, when I think uh, gift giving as a love language for travel say if you are traveling with a partner if you know that your spouse 
loves receiving gifts, take them on a shopping spree. Like there's, you can do (laughs) travel getaways that are all about shopping. I mean, look at Dubai, right? Places in the UAE, all about shopping. They love a good shopping spree. Listen, if I had a rich Habibi, I'd 100% go on a shopping spree, despite it not being my love language in Dubai. (laughs) Yeah, not your love language, but if you were with someone... And I mean, it was if theirs. Wants to give me money to spend. <laughs> I mean, that's it, right? With a like lot some of thought in the dollar bills. <laughs> but you know, some people genuinely they do sometimes travel just for the shopping experience. Like you, you know, say you. I mean, I'm not one of those people that are. Uh, yeah, into, like, I could sort never of understand it, but I know luxury. It yeah. So take your loved one on a shopping spree, and then if you're traveling solo, all treat about yourself. getting those. Well, treat yourself, but all about getting. You know, maybe buying gifts thoughtfully. I will say for people back home. And again, we did a whole episode on travel souvenirs. So we did a whole episode on that and what makes a good souvenir versus a really shitty one. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to be one of those people and yeah, you're doing the solo travel thing, but you want to do the get bring some gifts back for your loved ones that you know maybe their their love language is gifts. Have get you them ever some gotten thoughtful Have you things. ever gotten any good gifts from people who traveled overseas? Mm. I don't know. None that I can think of. So probably well, not. I think you're not a big, uh, like just analyzing you. Mm. You definitely, when you're giving gifts, I know you like the thought behind it. Yeah. But I don't think you're a big, like, wanter Gift receiver. Gifts. No. Yeah. I really hate stuff in general. Yeah. I think that's my big yeah. thing. It's not that I don't appreciate a gift from someone. I just yeah. don't like a lot of stuff. Um, so I would say gift giving is probably at the bottom of, you know, my sort of love language. You know, there's nothing I hate more than just stuff that takes up space. And again, we talk about this in, in the, um, souvenir episode, but just stuff that sits around collecting dust. It drives me crazy. So yeah. What if we frame gift giving, especially for the solo traveler as being booking the trip? That's the gift you're giving yourself. You gifted yourself a flight. You gifted yourself a nice hotel. And maybe that's how you give yourself love. (laughs) Yeah. No, but that is a gift, I think. Like, it doesn't have to be something physical. Maybe you just booking the trip. That is the gift that you, yeah, like you said, that you give to yourself. Instead of going back and forth on it and thinking like, oh, should I book it? Should I not? Book the trip. I'm going to bring every love language back to telling people to book a trip. Yeah, I think that's what we're getting at here where I'm like, (laughs) can I pick just one? No. On to the next love language. And this is going to be in a non-sexual way, people. But physical (laughs) touch. Physical touch. So this is when people who really feel love or show their love when they're receiving like physical signs of affection, whether that's hand-holding or cuddling kissing okay and having sex yes that's part of it like the physical (laughs) intimacy part of it Mm -hmm. is kind of part of physical touch where people really feel you know more emotionally connected to each other when they're touching so like Mm -hmm. I'm a big hand holder and like if I was with someone who didn't want to hold my hand it would hurt me every single time yeah same right because I would say physical touch is definitely one of the ones higher on my scale Mm mm-hmm Yeah, so people just really feel appreciated. I'm a big hugger, too. 
I love especially hugging people who aren't huggers, <laughs> which is probably like a boundary. But I was like, yeah, mm, I'm not sure. It's probably that... a gray area in that. <laughs> no, but I, I should clarify: not people who physically do not want it. Just you know how there's people who are fine with hugging; they're just awkward. Yeah, I meant more so those people. Yeah, they just value the warmth and the comfort and all of that that comes with physical touch. So yeah. how do we tie this into traveling then? I would, I mean, the easy one that comes to mind for me is, again, we kind of talk, talked about couples retreats, but spa getaways, couple retreats where you yes. are being pampered, you're spending, I mean, maybe it ties into quality time, but you're having that ultimate romantic getaway where the whole idea is to become closer. But that's couples. I mean, what about friends though? I mean, you're not going to be... <laughs> all over your friends are you <laughs> no <laughs> um, yeah maybe physical touch for friend groups or friends would be more I don't know I think there's just more natural ways that came up like thinking about even when I was visiting you mm-hmm. um when we both had COVID how often did I like come and just crawl into bed with you and we laid there like uh, like snuggled like up dying. in bed yeah which is yeah. probably how you got COVID from me because we <laughs> <laughs> but it was like the most it was just like a very natural like we were both sick and I like came and crawled into your bed and I'm like let's be sick together <laughs> yeah yeah I guess it ties a bit more into the the, the quality time as well, well. But you know what's interesting, and this isn't necessarily travel related, but there's a Mm. lot of cultures where friends hold hands. And I remember the first country, I think it was um, a couple girls from Uzbekistan. Mm -hmm. And they thought what they were finding so weird when they traveled is that friends didn't hold hands. Like, that's what you grew up doing. And they were so thrown off that friends just didn't hold hands everywhere. India was the same. You would see men walking down the street holding hands and they're just friends. And it was very common for them to, you know, be holding hands, be hugging, kiss each other on the cheek. I mean, maybe this is part of it where when you do travel, you do learn of a lot of other cultures and countries where physical touch is a very normal sort of day yeah. part of their day to day even when you get into studies of the happiest people i think it's the happiest people have a minimum of 12 touch points physical touch points with other people in a day whether mm-hmm. that's hugging hand holding putting your hand on someone's arm just that act of touch the more you have of it and it's proven the happier generally you're going to be so this got me thinking if you are solo traveling though maybe another really good excuse to book that spa pampering weekend away where maybe you're not getting the physical touch from someone that you know or you love but you can get a massage you can get a facial just having yeah foot rub you just having Mm. someone's hands on you and yeah pampering you I feel like you know this is probably why they do say like when you are stressed out or you're sad like go and book a massage go and book a facial because it does elevate you know your happiness levels and you know I think a lot of it does have to do with just having that human interaction that human touch especially if you're single maybe it's something that you don't get to experience a lot I'm very single and how often am I really getting touched by other people sure hugging friends and stuff but sometimes it is nice to just getting that massage and feeling skin on skin all right you ready for the fifth and final one yes All right. And this is, I'm just going to say it now. This is my number one. Okay. So words of affirmation. Mm. So basically this is, to be honest, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. But it's when people hear 
acknowledgements of affection. So like saying, I love you, Mm -hmm. um, get receiving compliments, receiving words of appreciation, especially in a world where so much of everything is texting and digital, Mm -hmm. hearing the actual words to me, even to be honest, reading the actual words, if you know they're meant really can make people feel like loved and appreciated. And yeah. It's so funny you saying this because I'm like, I feel like this is my least one. <laughs> this is like the lowest one for me. I'm Tell like, me you love me, Andrea. <laughs> so bad with compliments. I yeah. like hate hearing just I know I sent you way. a complimenting voice note. What a week ago, two weeks ago. And your response <laughs> to my beautiful voice note was like, fuck off with that stuff. <laughs> Steph is too mushy for me, though. Steph and I are very different. When I'm in the mood to tell people I love them, I'm like, I love you, and this is why I love you, and this is what I'm noticing, and uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just a cynical <laughs> you Sally. You wrote back, being like, fuck off, now I'm in a bad mood. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. you said. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we've learned that this is not my love language, but I will, still gonna say work, I will yeah. work on complimenting you more if I have to. <laughs> I mean, I do mean it, and, but do I, I want to say it? <laughs> I, think, I think in a lot of relationships, though, because people, you can become very easy, and this isn't you, this is the generic Yeah. Term. It, you can become, especially when you're so comfortable with people, you can constantly tell them what you don't like. People can start to feel like, oh, they don't like anything. <laughs> Like, yeah. even if you know, logically, that's not true if all you're hearing is what they don't like or appreciate. Well, that's what we do as humans, though. Like, I've learned a lot about this in therapy. But, like, our brains are just naturally designed to look for the negative, talk about the negative. We complain. Like, yeah. humans complain. I mean, we started this podcast episode, me complaining about the weather. <laughs> like, it's just what we <laughs> well, and naturally... Well, that's where I remember what, after my first long-term relationship ended, I did a deep dive into studies on happiness. Mm-hmm. And this was part of it and like finding ways to stay positive through the negative. And I think I actually took a lot of that on board. Yeah, well, that's what they say, you know, doing the gratitude journaling and that kind of stuff is supposed to be very good for your mental health. Um, but that actually reminds me, even talking journaling, yeah. how this relates into sort of solo travel. So, you know, obviously words of affirmation i guess in the travel sense what we're saying that just telling your partner you appreciate them you like being there with them i think of cute things like there's no one i'd rather be doing this with than you imagine you were traveling with someone and they just turned to you and said that while you were like like my heart would melt i'd be like oh my god i would die god i don't know if mine would I, I think I would appreciate it, but I would probably be like, okay, <laughs> like turn back over. I mean, yeah, I'm not the mushy type. Definitely not. I would rather someone bring me a coffee in bed. <laughs> that would be better for me. Yes. yes. But no, I still think it's, you know, don't get me wrong. It is nice to hear those things sometimes, even if, you know, some people like me have a hard time receiving them. But I was even thinking of it in, when we mentioned journaling before, if you are solo traveling, maybe it's about the words of affirmation are doing some type of travel journaling, writing down uh, what you did that day, what you enjoyed doing, you know, how it made you feel and just really, really like getting all your feelings and emotions on paper and just kind of affirming to yourself like why you're there, why you decided to visit wherever you're visiting and I guess maybe what really spoke to you. And I think too, like writing down 
Which is weird. I don't know anyone who has a new Apple iPhone. Does it prompt you all the time to log how you're feeling? I have no idea. I have like a six-year-old iPhone. (laughs) Oh, okay. So on the new iOS, and it could just be because I turned on the health features, but every Mm. day it prompts me to put in how I'm feeling. And it'll, it gives me like a list of a hundred emotions. And then on the next page, it says like, why is oh. it, you know, work, family, friends, travel, spirituality, hobbies, self-care. And then it kind of obviously as everything has our data, but it kind of shows like mine. It tells me all the time, like all of your very pleasant days, like 60% of them have related to travel. And I'm like, that's not a surprise, mm. but But some of the emotions that I put in there that I, it's really good recognizing is, especially when I'm traveling or I'm on the road or I'm doing things alone, how proud I am of myself and how Mm. brave I feel and how, you know, I just feel more confident. And I think tying down to journaling words of affirmation is just remembering and maybe even writing like, I'm so proud of myself for doing this. I was so scared to go somewhere alone. And I've never felt more confident in my life. Like writing those things down about yourself. Because so often, as we were just saying, so often we're hard on ourselves. Oh, definitely. We definitely have those moments where we're like, wow, I thought I couldn't do this and I can. And those could be really good ones. Like if you are sort of journaling on the road while you're traveling, you know, maybe you are feeling really great and really proud of yourself in those moments. And, you know, say months down the line, you're having... I don't know, you're back at home and you don't feel great about yourself. You can look back to what you maybe jotted down in your journal about how great you are. And and those words of affirmations can really mean something in those down moments. So I like that. I feel like, I think we talked about travel journaling before where I was like, oh, not for me, but maybe I'll consider it. So if you had to sort of rate yours, I think from what we said, correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. both of us have like gifts at the bottom. um, I would say maybe gifts would be maybe my second last. I feel like words of affirmation would probably be my least. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I would say mine from least important to most important would be words of affirmation yeah not big on yeah on that (laughs) as we've established Mm -hmm. i would say gifts at number four then i would say physical touch okay quality time and then acts of service is my number one i think cool that's fair it's and it's whatever comes naturally right like for me i would put receiving gifts last or gift giving last Mm -hmm. um then i would put and it almost sounds weird but i put quality time fourth Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i appreciate quality time but i'm also very happy alone doing my own thing hanging out together on our phones like i'm fine with that then it's a toss-up between physical touch and acts of service like i have them both kind of tied at two and three Mm -hmm. um i love both like i couldn't do without both but number one is definitely words of affirmation wow isn't it funny that mine is that's the least for me and that's your number one (laughs) i know i was just gonna go into it and i'm like this isn't therapy (laughs) (laughs) we could be therapists yeah well I feel like we've learned a lot about these love languages, travel love languages. And they all say to book a trip. Yeah. So we're all booking trips and we're all going to book a trip accordingly. Yeah. I like it. Well, hopefully you guys have learned maybe what your love language is. Maybe you didn't know even what they were before, but let us know 
what your travel love language is. Can't wait to hear from you. Cool. See you guys next time. See you next time. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.